Grade 6 scientists, hello and welcome. This is Wendy Crawford-Williams and this is another lesson on Grade 6 science. We are doing the unit, the environment, and our focus question is, how do environmental problems affect us? Now today we're looking at two objectives, finishing up one and going on to another one. Exploring ways that we can reduce factors that cause climate change. The second one is proposing measures to reduce or eliminate selected sources of solid waste. We're using the first steps in science starting at page 80 onwards. And of course, as I always say, you can use whatever text or source, educational source you have available. So, Incidentally, we covered part of the first objective last time, so let's recap. So now that we are convinced that climate change is very real and have found evidence to support that it is indeed happening, by the way, do you remember any of the occurrences that give evidence that climate change is occurring? Let's name a few. Yes, that's right. More frequent and intense storms like hurricanes, Yes, warmer temperatures, melting ice caps. What else? Aha, changes in the behaviors and life cycle patterns of organisms. Organisms meaning living things. Very good. Ah, rising sea levels. You remember them, man. That's awesome. And do you also remember the direct impacts or effects of these events on us as humans? Right again, loss of life, destruction of our homes and other properties, disruption of our normal lives. Like storms, for example, can stop us from going back to school or doing business. Remember too that there are certain diseases like dengue which are better able to thrive because of the changing climate. Now last class, we explored ways that we can reduce the factors that cause climate change. This time, let's look at it from different levels. From the government level, we can develop and enforce laws and policies that help control responsible and control and promote responsible environmental behavior, like we did with the ban on plastic. We can also set standards that companies have to meet in terms of their energy use and waste disposal. The government can also develop and support public awareness campaigns and ensure that climate change education is embedded in all levels of the education system. After all, here we are learning about climate change right now. Corporations are very important in the fight against climate change. Their use of fossil fuels versus renewable energy is extremely critical in these times. Their waste disposal strategies have a lot to do with the levels of greenhouse gases in the air. One of the most important actions that companies and industries can take is to change their production practices. So right now, most companies get fresh raw materials to manufacture each batch of products. 
Then dispose of the waste after making the products and forget all about the products once it gets to the consumer. What climate change or climate conscious rather companies are trying to do is change this pattern. Instead, they try to recover raw materials from the waste they generate. Some even collect the products after they have been used and disposed of so that they can recycle them. They also use renewable energy where possible or use waste to generate energy for their factories. Isn't that awesome? Even now, if you shop online, you know, since COVID, online shopping has become much more common. So if you shop for, say, a smartphone, these days, you might also see a refurbished option popping up. This is where the phone companies collect used or damaged phones, fix them, and resell them. They are just as good as the new phone and much cheaper. So instead of just discarding them in a landfill or incinerating them, incineration is when you burn um, garbage or whatever at high temperatures. So they, they, they end up as just ash. So by doing this, they add value to the product and put them back into circulation. Talk about trash to cash. Now at the community level, Community groups, along with other organizations like clubs and societies, can develop programs that help protect the environment. I recently saw a beach cleanup being highlighted on the news. These types of solid waste cleanups stop solid waste from ending up in the sea and along the coastlines where they can choke and kill mangroves, which as you know by now are powerful carbon dioxide recyclers. Solid waste can also damage coral reefs and prevent those organisms from photosynthesizing, which again can disrupt the carbon recycling function. There are other climate-friendly programs that these groups can, can develop. Now we have talked at length about what we as individuals can do to reduce climate change factors on a personal level. Conduct energy audits at home to help control our energy use. Be mindful of how we dispose of our garbage. How we use water and the types of products we purchase. What I hope you have gotten from this is that every single person has a responsibility to help reduce climate change factors. Because after all, Every single person lives on earth. Okay, so let's begin our second objective, proposing measures to reduce or eliminate selected sources of solid waste. Do you remember that scenario we did with the plastic bottle? I had asked what the big deal was if one student threw one plastic bottle along the roadside and it gets into the drain. Come on, just one bottle. But then, what if all your 30 or so classmates tossed their bottles along the roadside too? So we now have 31 bottles ending up in the drain. And then what if all of your schoolmates discarded theirs the same way? That's 31 times the number of classes at your school. So if your school has, say, 10 classes with 30, 31 students in each, 
That's 310 bottles. What does the drain look like now? What if we added other schools, restaurants, communities? I don't know about you, but I can't even see the drain anymore how it pack up. So then we get rains. The water can't get to the drains. The water builds up and then whoosh. We need some help down here because the place flood out. Every time like a rain fall, the place flood out. The whole of me sitting them mash up. The, the drain them black up. Them want clean. Oh dear. Now, many of these bottles, along with other forms of solid waste, make their way down into water bodies, choking, poisoning, and tangling organisms. On land, some break down, releasing dangerous substances into the air, the soil, and the water. Others provide breeding and feeding grounds for pests. So here come the diseases. No man, this solid waste thing is really a serious issue. By the way, where do we find some of the largest sources of solid waste? <laughs> right now I'm thinking about my children's bedroom. But let's go larger. Did you come up with anything? I'm thinking about schools, um, commercial centers like markets and plazas and communities. I always notice really large volumes of solid waste in these places. And if you watch the news and other informative programs, you will see a lot of discontent, meaning frustration and annoyance about solid waste disposal conditions. So the resources we have selected are schools, commercial centers, and communities. So how can we reduce or eliminate these sources of solid waste? Boy, the eliminate part sounds sticky because that would mean that no solid waste at all is generated. That would sound like we need some abracadabra. So let's focus on reducing the amount of solid waste generated. How can we reduce the amount of garbage generated at these sources? So we're at school. How can we tackle this problem? Who can help? Is there an environmental club at school? 4-H? Art club? Is there a way to use some of this solid waste constructively? I am sure that some of you have seen the lovely signs that plastic bottles can make. Some of you may even attend schools that use them this way. Did you also know that these plastic bottles can be used to make furniture? What about using them as seedling trays or watering containers in the school garden? Soap containers, we could use them for that, especially in these times when hygiene is so important. How can we use the carton boxes that come with products for our tuck shops and kitchens? Can we compost the discarded vegetable materials from our canteens? Do we sort our waste so that we can participate in any recycling programs taking place near us? Can we offer incentives for classes that produce the least amount of waste? or that reuse containers and find creative uses for this waste. 
These are just some of the ways we can not only reduce the amount of waste we generate, but also promote positive solid waste disposal behavior and probably earn some incentives as well. So we haven't looked at commercial centers or communities, but you can attack those on your own with your brilliant ideas. Think about how communities and commercial centers like markets and plazas can manage their solid waste more efficiently so less waste is generated and that what is generated is properly disposed of. Remember, you may think your ideas don't matter, but they do. One day, you and your classmates will be in charge of the earth and you will have to solve these problems if your parents didn't. Generating your own ideas also helps you understand how brilliant you are and it will help you to solve problems. Now remember, the world is your classroom, so use it. What about designing a garbage disposal system, a more efficient garbage collection and disposal system at your own homes? Can you practice some more recycling with some of the solid waste generated at your home? What about making a compost heap out back and, and, and starting a backyard garden? These are some ideas just to help you along with yours. So, until next time, this has been Grade 6 Science with Wendy Crawford-Williams. Toodaloo!